Hey guys, today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness is all about learning how to trust yourself. I have so many clients who come to me and they say, I just don't trust myself. And if I think I'm following my intuition, I do the opposite and then I end up making a big mess of things because I didn't trust my intuition. I thought I really wasn't hearing my intuition. So how do you learn how to trust yourself? That's what we're going to be talking about. And I am going to give you some tips for being more comfortable learning how to trust your intuition and to trust your own ideas and beliefs and who you are as a person. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great episode. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from melissaoatman.com. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So how do you trust yourself? This is a big one. A lot of people find it difficult to trust themselves when making big life decisions or even when making small life decisions. Think about it. How many of you, when someone says, where do you want to go to eat? You go, I don't care. This is a thing in my family. Everyone gets so upset because we are talking to about five or six different people and we will say, where are we going to go eat tonight? And everyone says the same thing. I don't care. And no one seems to have an opinion until you mention a place you want to go eat. And then all of a sudden people will say, well, I don't want to go eat there. Well, I don't feel like Italian. Why well, don't I want Chinese? So suddenly you have an opinion. It's kind of the same thing, though, when you're learning how to trust yourself. A lot of people don't know what to do. So they go to other people for advice. They'll ask others, what should I do? Because I don't know if I should make this big life decision or... I don't know if I should wear this dress to this meeting tomorrow. It can be anything from small things to really big things that are life-changing. And I say this a lot. I mean, you can go to people for advice, but the ultimate truth is that you need to make your own decisions because other people do not have to live with the consequences of your decisions. And if you're constantly asking everyone else what you should do, you're going to get a mixed mash of information. You're going to get people who think they're looking out for your best interest, but oftentimes they're looking at life through their own lenses, which are smudged with their own fingerprints of life. They have different life experiences than you do, and their advice and guidance may not be right for your life. So it's really important that you can trust yourself with making decisions in life. You really have to get to a place where you trust yourself. But you may be saying to yourself, I don't know how to do that because I've never trusted myself before. Have no fear. I'm going to talk to you today about how you can use some tips and tricks to help you learn how to trust yourself more. The very first thing that will help you in trusting yourself is to be authentic Be authentically you. Be who you were born to be. It sounds like a cliche, but it is one of the hardest things sometimes for people to do, especially if you're a people pleaser, because we can sometimes morph and change who we are depending on who we're with because we're trying to fit in or to get along. But the more genuine you can be, the more that you will learn about yourself And the more that others will learn about you too. And this will help you to understand how you really feel about different situations and what you really want rather than what you think you should want 
or what you think you should be doing because it comes down to this. A lot of us do things to please others. So we don't even know who we are or what we want. So if you have been a people pleaser from way back like I was, you have to get to know who you are again. You have to get to know who you are at your core and be authentic and not be afraid of revealing who you are to others. Staying true to yourself is helping you to build an identity, which really helps you when you're trying to learn how to trust yourself. So this is a a toughie, but think about it this way. Let's say you had a chain grocery store that you were very familiar with and you knew. And then you had a grocery store that was just a pop-up place, was not a chain. No one's ever heard of this place. Which one are you probably going to go to? You're going to go to the one you know, right, and are familiar with. Well, in the same way, if you know yourself and you're familiar with yourself, you're going to be more likely to go to yourself when you need to figure things out rather than going to other people. The second thing that I want you to do because it's going to help you is to write down all the things you like about yourself. If you're not a writer, I get it. I really do think writing in journals is helpful. But if you're not a writer, at least just do this in your head and think about this. Or maybe use your voice memo on your phone and say this out loud. Make little pro lists about yourself. Focusing on all the things that you like and all the successes you've had in life. It's important to celebrate those wins because that builds your self-confidence and it builds your self-esteem. And building your confidence in yourself is another key part of what helps you to be able to trust yourself again. This is going to help you see that you're an amazing person and you have so many positive qualities and you're going to find it really hard not to trust yourself if you understand how amazing you are. So make your list of all the things you like about yourself. Also, whenever someone gives you a compliment, write that down somewhere or tuck that away somewhere. Have your list of compliments. This may sound cheesy and you may think that sounds conceited and I don't want to do that. But in, a, but in essence, what you're doing is the same thing you were doing in the example above, except now you're taking what other people are saying about you. So when people give you compliments and say nice things, focus on that. Hey, a lot of people think that I'm trustworthy. A lot of people think that I'm competent. A lot of people think I'm really talented. We tend to sometimes focus only on the negative things that people say about us. But when someone pays you a compliment, don't just dismiss it. That's another thing that a lot of people pleasers do. And it's so infuriating because I used to do it too. And we should be doing the opposite. Don't brush off a compliment. Instead, say thank you. And then keep that compliment to yourself and know that this is how people really see you, this confident, talented person. So start feeling that way about yourself. Also, it's important sometimes just to have some alone time. When we have alone time, we really get to know who we are and we get to know what it is that we love doing. Sometimes when we're constantly around other people, and there's nothing wrong with socializing, being around other people, but Sometimes when we do that, it can be overwhelming for us 
but it can also be us avoiding being alone. And what is the best way to get to know yourself, know who you are, know what you like? Spending time alone with yourself. And I mean, going for walks by yourself, doing some meditation by yourself, sitting at home and doing things you like if you like to paint, if you like to watch a little TV. Spending that alone time really gives you a chance to connect with who you truly are. And I always feel like there are people out there who are constantly trying to stay busy because they don't want that alone time. You cannot avoid being alone and by yourself. And that's necessary sometimes. It's not a bad thing to be alone. Spend some time and really get to enjoy the time that you have alone. You know, you can say, I go out a lot, but I reserve this night just for myself, just to do some self-care, to get in touch with who I am. That's really important. Another thing that's important is to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. We don't like doing this, but it's so important to do it because we think that we can't do things. We think we're limited when really a lot of times we're not. Many times it's simply that we're too afraid to try something. It's not that we can't do it. It's that we're afraid to try because we think we're going to fail. And remember that fail is just a first attempt in learning. If you try something and it didn't work, can you make corrections? Can you make adjustments? Can you try again? Oftentimes, we have a perception of our boundaries that actually isn't true and it keeps us from doing what we want to do, especially if we had parents. And I love parents, but maybe we had parents who said, I wouldn't aim too high or don't get your hopes up for that. They're trying to cushion us and think that they're protecting us when they say those things. But what they're actually doing is setting boundaries for us where we think we're not capable or talented or whatever to do the things that we want to do. And that's not true. It's simply that we've listened to them saying that we can't do it. You don't know unless you try. You may try something and realize, yeah, I can't do that. But you don't know until you try. Like when I tried to go skiing one time, the first time I did it, I didn't have any instructions or anything. And so I had my legs wrong, like I my feet were too far apart or something. So I went flying down the hill, wiped everyone out at the bottom of the hill. My glasses flew off. And I just sat at the bottom crying like a big baby because I didn't know what I was doing and I did not like skiing. I hated it. I was never going to do it again. And then my ex-husband said, you just need a lesson. He's like, here, I'll show you, which why he didn't do this in the first place. But anyway, he said, I will show you how you're supposed to put your feet and what you're supposed to do. So he spent 15 or 20 minutes showing me what I was supposed to do. And then I did it. And I was able to stop without knocking people over and crashing and losing my glasses. And I realized that I thought skiing was kind of fun. So I got pretty good at the little bunny slopes and all of that. So my limitation was from my first experience with it because I wasn't properly trained. So don't hold yourself back. Maybe you just need more training or maybe you just need to try Maybe you would find out if you tried that thing you've always wanted to do that you would actually be very good at it. So sometimes you've got to step outside your comfort zone. Building that strength, 
then becomes building faith. And then you start having faith in yourself, which builds your self-confidence. Another thing you need to do is to stick to your decisions. A lot of our indecisiveness is because in the past, maybe we've made bad choices and that creates a lot of stress for ourselves. We worry about making the wrong decision. So we may change our mind 50, 12 times, as my friend would say. Don't waffle or waver on your decisions. When you make a decision, stick to it. It shows that if things don't go according to plan, you can find a way to resolve the issues, but it's not giving up on yourself. So stick to the decisions you make. Also, don't rush into anything. You know, if you are forced to make a decision, you probably don't have to make it in a minute. So give yourself time to actually make the decision. Don't rush. Don't be forced into anything. You know, trust and building trust takes time. So give yourself time and space to continue growing and not forcing yourself to make rash decisions. Another great thing that you can do is to visualize your success. Vision boards are an amazing way to do that, and they're fun to make. You can do it on Pinterest. You can post pictures of all of the things that you want to see for your life. Goal setting is another great thing to do, too, because it holds us accountable. You know, we can say, I want to be successful, and then we just move forward and don't think about it. But it's important to be able to see how far we've come. So set a goal for yourself and don't be hard on yourself if you don't make the goal, but okay, I need to readjust. I need to do some things differently because I'm not meeting my goal. So how can I be better? Also, visualization is helpful when you want to manifest too. So visualizing the way you would like to see your life, because when we see ourselves in that beautiful home with that beautiful relationship, it makes us feel good to think that those things are on its way to us, and they are on the way to you. But don't get in your own way. Set it and forget it. Just focus on the amazing feelings that you have when you visualize it. Don't focus on the lack thereof. Also, you need to be able to trust yourself and to trust what your needs are and that you should be able to be able to confidently speak what your needs are to others. That's a big thing with people pleasers too. And it's something that I had a hard time with. It's okay to speak up for yourself. It's okay to say what you need. If you say what you need and someone doesn't respond well to it, that's not about you. It's really important that your needs are met. And it's not a selfish thing. It's just, we all have needs. We have needs that we have to get met. And most of those needs are pretty obvious to us. Most of us need air in our lungs to survive. We need food and we need water. But there are some other basic human needs that we need. We need to feel heard. We need to feel safe. We need to feel loved. So all of those are needs. And if you're not getting your needs met, it's really important that you're able to speak up, speak your truth, and ask for what you're not getting. And it's absolutely okay to ask for others. Say, you know, this is what I need from you. And again, most people, if you are open and you're honest, they'll respond 
in an open and loving way. If they don't, that says more about them because it's perfectly okay to express your needs. Communicating your thoughts and feelings can help you feel better to get that out there. And it feels real like, hey, these are things that I really need. And sometimes we can think that our needs are not important. So when you speak them, it's like validating that, yes, this is an important thing for me. Also, it's really important that you find ways to manage your expectations. You know, a lot of people put all of these expectations on relationships and on jobs and all of these things that are not very realistic. Like if you're in a relationship and you have this expectation that your partner is going to bring you flowers every single day and come riding up on a white stallion, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's obviously not realistic and it's not going to happen. So try to keep things realistic when you're setting goals for yourself. Don't make things super unattainable for you because that's going to shatter your self-confidence if you can't meet your goals because you've made them really unattainable. But there are ways you can set little goals for yourself every day that you can check things off and you're like, yeah, I got that accomplished. Sometimes for me, and I'm not even kidding, feeling accomplished is I did the laundry and I checked that off my list, as dumb as that sounds. Sometimes for me, if I'm so busy, that sounds like a huge accomplishment for me. I did the laundry today. Oh, I vacuumed the floors. I just do these little checklists and it makes me feel better to see that I've checked things off of it. It's also important that you forgive and forget. So if you've let yourself down in the past and you felt like you couldn't trust yourself because you've made wrong decisions in the past, it's important that you let that go. Forgive yourself. You are just learning. I like to say that. I forgive myself for when I was just learning how to do X, Y, Z. I didn't know any better, but now I know better and I'll do better. So forgive yourself. Have some grace for yourself. Also, it's okay to let your guard down and be vulnerable. It is actually more than okay. It's what you came here to do. You came here to be a human and to be raw And it's hard to let your guard down when you've been hurt and when you put up all of those walls and you've spent years doing it. But when you can see your true self and learn to love, appreciate, and honor that self, that's going to help you trust yourself more. When you put on a brave face and you act one way in front of certain people and then a different way in front of others, you don't trust yourself. Because you don't trust the friends you have because obviously they don't know the real you. So it's hard for you to feel like you can trust. That's why it's so important for you to be yourself. Stop putting on this mask and be human, be raw, be vulnerable because it's important. Keep track of your successes and celebrate those wins. If I get the laundry done, I am going to be dancing through the house. I'll be so excited because I hate doing laundry. And when I get it done, I feel so much better. So keep track of your successes and celebrate everything that you do. Also, it's important for you when you're trying to make a decision to learn to read your own body. We've talked about intuition before and how you can feel it in your body when there's a yes or a no 
So this is asking you to learn your body and how it feels when something doesn't feel right. Something feels off. You'll know it. You'll feel it in your body and start learning how to trust that. You know what I'm talking about. There are times when you meet certain people and something just feels off. Maybe you don't even know what it is, but you're like, I don't know. I just don't know about this person. Trust what you're feeling because your body will tell you. Your body will cause you to react in ways when, and it can go both ways. You can meet somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know why, but I love this person. I don't even know them, but I just think they're the greatest person. You're reading their energy. So pay attention to that and see how that shows up in your body, either by Maybe you have the hair on your arms stand up or you get goosebumps or perhaps you feel a weird feeling in your stomach. Something happens. You know how to read those signs and know that that's your body talking to you and giving you signals. Also, stop lying to yourself. When you lie, and this can be in a lot of ways, sometimes let's say you make a mistake at work And then somebody says, did you make that mistake? And you're like, no, so-and-so must have done it. And you know you did it. We all have felt that way at times that we need to lie. Don't lie. The one thing that I've learned is by stepping up and just saying, you know what? I did do that and I don't know how that happened. I really don't and I will fix it. You know, be someone who takes responsibility for their actions. If you make a mistake, admit it. There's nothing wrong with that. And people will respect you more. If you admit that you made a mistake, then if you try to cover it up. So that can also cause trust issues if you're always lying to yourself. If you don't want to admit when you make mistakes, just be honest with yourself. Everyone makes mistakes. We're all human. We came here to do that. It's what you do after you make the mistake that is what counts. You know, if you made the mistake, admit it. Admit you made the mistake. People will respect you more. Learn to trust your gut. Like I said, your body talks to you. So if you feel like there's a voice in your head telling you don't do this, then you need to listen to it. Also, stop thinking about all of the ways things could go wrong if you make a decision based on your own intuition and start thinking about all of the ways they could go right. And when you make a decision and learn to trust it and you say, okay, I'm making this decision, I'm going to stick with it, and then it goes right, celebrate that too. That's amazing. You're learning how to use your intuition. You're learning to trust yourself. And that's an awesome thing because there's so many people out there who don't trust themselves. That is so important though, that you learn how to do that because only you know what's best for you. So allow yourself the privilege, the honor, the responsibility of trusting your own advice. You will be so glad that you did that and that you're able to trust yourself. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you today and I used two decks. I got them out. I haven't used them in a long time, but I just felt called to use them. And the first card is from Notes from the Universe on Love and Connection by Mike Dooley. And it says, honor thyself. Just curious, when was the last time you looked into a mirror and addressed yourself as gorgeous, magnificent, or sublime? It matters. Here's looking at you, gorgeous, the universe. All right, and the second card I pulled for you is from the Chakra Healing Deck by the Sage Goddess, and it's self-trust. The time has come to really trust who you are and love yourself fully. 
If there are parts of you that are out of alignment with your faith or your values, call them into alignment now so you feel better and more integrated. Then trust your intuition and inner knowing without question, going as much as you can with the flow of your desires and passions. Cultivate your higher self as a trusted ally and seek its voice in meditation. I love this, and this has to do with the solar plexus chakra. And the crystal that goes along with this is citrine, and the herb is melissa. Hmm, interesting. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. Don't forget, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to listen to it five days a week instead of just three days a week, you can join my Patreon. The link will be in the show notes to this podcast. You can join the basic plan, which just gives you five days of podcasts a week, and that's only $5 a month. Or you can join the um, all-access plan, which is $10 a month, and it gives you access to five days of podcasts a week, plus extra bonuses like guided meditations, card readings, and uh, EFT and other stuff that I'll be adding behind the scenes looks at the podcast, all kinds of fun stuff like that. So please join me over on Patreon. Also, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer, and you can book directly from my website. And if you would like to follow me on Facebook, I do a free card reading every Monday at 6.30 Central for my Facebook group. Uh, Also, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.